The Kramer Show, brought to you by K&N Filters. K&N Automotive and Motorcycle Replacement Air Filters uh, are designed to increase your horsepower, increase your acceleration, and give you outstanding engine protection. They are simple to install. It's a, it's an air filter. It's backed by the K&N Million Mile Limited Warranty, and it'll be the last air filter you will ever need to buy. Uh, go to knfilters.com backslash podcast. Make sure you do that because right now, if you go to that section, uh, they're giving you a K&N replacement air filter, free shipping, no shipping to you, and they're also going to throw in a K&N hat. KNfilters.com backslash podcast. Everybody uses them. It, it is the uh, preferred air filter um, from NASCAR. Uh, that's what NASCAR uses. Millions are sold since they started in 1969. They know what they're doing. KNfilters.com backslash podcast. Entertaining. I have to entertain. I have to entertain. Not boring. This is The Kramer Show. So, before I get started, I, uh, I did want to share something with you. I get off work last night, and, uh, and I go home. For those of you who are new uh, and are just picking the show up, because the show is now getting promoted and put all over the internet and I and I forget that but I have uh, my name is Kramer I have um, a wife Christy and a son who is 12 years old named Cash and um, so I, I get off of work last night I go home and I, I don't know about you you but I have a routine when I get home uh, I walk back to my office at home and I put on sweatpants and a t-shirt which is not a stretch for me, but uh, and then I put on my slippers, right? And I have a I have a pair of slippers and I have a pair of uh, flip flops. Uh, it just depends on wh- whatever mood I'm in. I put on my slippers last night, and my wife's cooking dinner, and so I go to the front of the house to say hi to her and uh, and hang out with the dog. And uh, I hear my son say, "Dad, come outside." And so uh, I open up the front door and I I go out there. And he and my wife had bought a star shower, which is a thing that you put in the ground, and it's laser lights, and they point up at your house in red and green, and you know they, you can move them. They they do like a little dance and all this stuff, and you you can mess around with it. And um, so I'm standing out by uh, my sidewalk in my front lawn. In my slippers and, um, you know, my sweatpants and my T-shirt. And I've got both hands on, on my hips. And I'm looking at the house. And I'm like, man, that is, wow. That is really cool, man. My son's standing there looking at me like to get my approval, you know, for what he's what he's done with the star shower. And uh, it's, it's, it, there are moments in your life where you see yourself not as who you thought you would become, but what you really are. And I realized, wow, I'm a fat white guy in mid-America in his slippers 
standing out on his front lawn with his hands on his hips, amazed at the star shower. What the fuck have I become? What happened? And you know what? I embraced it. I embraced it because you have to embrace it. Because if you don't embrace it, we can't all, you know, we're not going to, you're never going to be your 25-year-old cool self. You're never going to be that. And I don't know where we lose it. I don't know where that goes. I don't know. <clears throat> I can't I can't really define when I became this, you know, this this fat, chubby, middle-aged, middle America cliche. But you know what? I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. I have worked very hard to become that cliche. I have worked my ass off. You have worked your ass off. Nobody gave you anything. Nobody gave you a goddamn thing, did they? Let me slip into it this way. The internet, cable TV, late night TV, liberal pundits, all of them. Right now, it's firing on all cylinders. It, is, it, it has heated up. It has reverberated. We are in the middle of the shit. And people want to know, how did this happen? Who voted for Donald Trump? The embers are still smoldering. And this was an unprecedented election. Unprecedented in so many ways. And there are falling liberal tears desperately desperately trying to put out the fire as the smoke drifts across the plains of this goddamn country of ours. Now, me, I have changed personally um, by this election and through this election. I've changed. Um, I see myself more of a Republican than I ever have ever in my whole life. The majority and, and the majority of that decision has been based on the one, on just one thing, one thing alone, and that is the condescending, elitist attitude that liberals have. I see liberals as you're a bunch of whiny and immature brats. Sorry, that's just something I cannot be. Now I know some of you listening to the show. You describe yourself as a liberal, and maybe you're not a condescending elitist cocksucker i don't know but lots of your peers lots of your friends a lot of your facebook friends a lot of your cohorts they are condescending elitist cunts and that is not an opinion that is a fact uh i don't see why change by the way is something so bad as i said i've uh, i've changed over the course of the election and it's based on some real thought if we cannot allow ourselves to change then we're not allowing ourselves to grow People that run for president, run for office, flip-flop on ideas, and they get criticized in the media. People are like, well, you know, how could Hillary Clinton change her, her stance on uh, on gay marriage? Now, she probably did it just to get elected or to get more votes. That, that I know. I'm not that fucking naive. But if she did change her opinion on gay marriage, which she did, um, then good for her. There's nothing wrong with that. If someone has a change of heart on what they feel about abortion, good for them. They're thinking about it. 
Either way, I mean, like if you change your opinion and it and it disagrees with mine, that I still say that's okay, that's fine, because you're thinking about issues. You're not you're not stuck so far in your fucking ways that you can't, you know, evolve and change, which is a major major problem with people that are you know with people in general. People don't want to. People people fight it, resist it. The people who voted for Trump are people who have really had it. They are people that just want to feed their families. People want to, who you know want to have a good, positive year with some growth. You know, have an overall growth financially during one year. There are people out there, man, that have not had a good year since 2001, 2002. That is not bullshit. There are people that really are hurting. Um, you see, today we don't have like food lines. Well, we do. We do have food lines and, and all that, but it's not like it was, um, you know, back in the fucking thirties. You know, where where you drive down the street and you just see all, you know tons of people. No, the the government has changed it. We have we have fucking welfare. People have, uh, they're um. They have EBT cards. So people are, you don't see the poverty, but it's out there. You don't see the the uh, huge frustration and the poor people that farm in this country that have not had a, 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 a year in the black since, what, 16, 15 years ago. Those are the people that voted for Donald Trump. They are everyday hardworking people who dedicate or who are dedicated to seeing their families prosper. You know, and two, I want to say this. I don't think that Donald Trump was really their savior. I don't think that's what it was. I don't think people looked at Donald Trump and go, yeah, that's our guy. He's perfect. He's great. I just think that he was the, the one thing uh, that was change. And, you know, it, it's a real swing for the fences, prayer for just a modicum of change in the right direction. It's a change of sides. And I want to say this. I am so sick and fucking tired of being scoffed at because I'm a middle-aged white Christian male. And maybe maybe it's my own fault that I go to websites. Uh, maybe it's my own fault that I do fire up Facebook. And maybe it's my own fault that I do fire up uh, Twitter. Because there are people that I don't know that somehow creep into my world and I have to read their fucking horse shit, you know, and, and, and I see all this anger towards middle-aged white Christian men as if that alone provides me automatically with some sort of success. You know, like we have meetings and laugh at everybody who's not in our club as if that means my success in life has all been given to me. Trust me, my friend, nobody has given me shit. Nothing has been given to me. And nothing has been given to any of you who are listening who are white, Christian, middle-aged, white men. Uh, nobody's, nobody's given you a goddamn thing either. It took eight years, but change is afoot. And here's a note, and this is really important. This is a note to all of you who are fellow angry, middle-aged, 
Christian white men, even though you get mocked, even though you get ridiculed, and even though you go to some goddamn website and they scoff at you for being who you are, don't make that, don't allow that to blur your precise precise and clear vision. We don't need any more division in America. You can march, you can shout, you can scream and post and preach and speak and but you got to you have to live for inclusion, not the opposite. We need big boys. We need the adults to take over this country. And when everybody else is flailing and they're out of control, there has to be a group of people that say, okay, I know you think differently. I think differently, but we have to move forward. It's not a white against blacks. It's not against, it's not a, you know, a Republican against Democrats. It's none of that. It's here we are. This is where we are. This is where we used to be, and this is where we're going. And somebody amongst all this fighting and bickering and fucking people that are fanning the flames and all the marching and protests and don't think that it's over, brothers and sisters. We're nowhere close. We haven't even we haven't even reached the middle of the mark when it comes to all of the hoopla and the craziness and the demonstrating and the fires and oh we haven't even begun donald trump's not even in the fucking white house yet so keep in mind when all the shit hits the fan somebody is gonna have to say dudes we got to calm down just remember our country needs healing no matter who you are so Please try to be a part of that. The Kramer Show. You know, by the way, I don't like this mic. Whoever the hell bought this mic system, don't the son of a bitch to put it in, I'll tell you. No, this mic is terrible. Stupid mic keeps popping. Do you hear that, George? Don't pay him. Don't pay him. You know, I believe in paying. But when somebody does a bad job like this stupid mic, you shouldn't pay the bastard. Terrible. Terrible. It's true. And you got to be tough with your people because they'll pay. They don't care. They'll pay. So we're not going to pay. I guarantee you I'm not paying for this mic. Every, every, two, every two minutes I hear like boom, boom.